ice stage. Stop. Yes, Father. Yes, Father. There's no better presence to be in than is with you. Father, I ask you right now to bring the Holy Spirit into this message, Father. Have your word revealed. Have your word revealed to be able to articulate and comprehend what you're wanting us to know in your word tonight, Father, today, Father. We thank you for the opportunity to be able to open up the word and be able to read the word and be able to have your presence here. Holy Spirit, we ask you to in, come in. Mm, yes, Father. Gosh, it's nice when the Spirit just does what it wants to do. You just enjoy, just bask in it. Just bask in the Spirit, the Holy Spirit. Drink of the Spirit. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. Yes, Father, we thank you. We thank you, Father. We thank you. Thank you. Oh, Good day, everybody. Good day. Good day. Hope everyone is starting, having, and ending on a good day. Whether we catch you in the morning when you're getting up, stretching out, cleaning up, having breakfast, a little coffee, getting ready for a day full of either errands, work, or just an enjoyable day. Or we'll catch you halfway through your day when you've been through trials, tribulations, You've had some blessings, you've seen God do a few things, but overall you're getting through your midday madness, or you're ending your day. Settling down after a long day of working errands and festivities, you're having dinner, you're enjoying your family, spending time. However, we're catching you right now, whatever point of day we're catching right now, you are now tuned in to the Blue Book, uh, presented by Secret Ministries, and hosted by your boy Blue. Yes, be get unified. Guys, I just got out of prayer uh, at my church. I call it my church because God has called me to return to my first love. Where I'm celebrated, where God has a place for me and my wife. We are now happy. We have the doors opened. And we are going to be pursuing. God has done a, a magnificent thing. I told myself I walk in and I feel the Holy Spirit I know God is here and that's exactly what happened God showed up and I can't be happier and I know joy in the Lord means Satan is not happy with me right now because I've gone through years and years of struggle but guess what yes right the Holy Spirit is talking 
and I'm listening. On Shanda. <laughs> Anyone out there wanting to feel this, man, just close your eyes and feel it. Feel the Holy Spirit. I am praying in the Spirit. I'm telling God to bless every single one of you out there. To bless you guys in your finances, in your families, in your jobs, in your in your day-to-day -day life. That if you are listening or seeing this right now, live worldwide, that God blesses you. God blesses you. I'm speaking in my spoken tongue language of the Lord. And I'm letting people, I'm telling God, just keep blessing. Because it's not an emotion. It's from the heart. I don't speak to you. When I speak in my language, in my glasikia, glasolakia, I don't speak in that language out of emotion. I speak it out of my heart. So when I tell you, I pray for you guys. I am speaking to God about you guys, asking God to bless you guys. It is a wonderful feeling having the Holy Spirit just run rapid through your spirit and through your time. Ah, Jesus. <clears throat> Today's message is everlasting name. It is so much better to have an everlasting name than great riches. I'll tell you that. It's a wonderful thing when God blesses you with a name that's everlasting. Like the name of Jesus. Or anything else for that matter. An everlasting name. God chose it for you. Not that you choose it for you. God chose it for you. But if we're going to do up at this time, we're going to say our pledge. That's what we're going to do. I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag and to the Savior from whom it, kingdom, it stands. One Savior, crucified, risen, and coming again with life, liberty, to all those who believe. Everlasting name. That is a wonderful thing to have. So if you have your Bibles, your spiritual immune system, right here, this is not powerful unless the Holy Spirit is intertwangled into this thing. This is just words and paper to those who are educated this is powerful in life to those who have the Holy Spirit the one who moves the one who makes things happen you can believe in Jesus all you want he's the Savior because he is you can believe that he made miracles happen because he did but the only reason this is all possible the earth was created Jesus created miracles and died for our sins is because the Holy Spirit dwells among us. You can be educated in this wonderful book right here. All you want. No word for word. All you want. And not have an ounce of Jesus or the Holy Spirit in you. Or. Or. You can be Holy Spirit filled. Read this wonderful book and get touched by the Holy Spirit and be able to interpret everything in this word, everything.
the way God wants you to read it. Third person, third person, third person, the Trinity, the Holy Spirit. Whether you have it on technology, which is computer or your phone or your, or your iPad or whatever, or you have the wonderful book itself. However, you see me on the blue book, this thing is ever present. Never in all the episodes that we've done, in the three seasons that we're in, have I ever not had this book with me. I've had this book, this Bible, since 1995. And it is still here. Okay, so, have your books. We need you to turn to Isaiah 56.5. Isaiah 56 5 Okay Whether what version you have is entirely up to you whatever helps feed your spirit all good me not only am i amplified with the holy spirit but i'm amplified with the word i use the amplified i like it okay why you judge me don't do that okay i don't judge you don't judge me okay understand fantastic i use the amplified isaiah 56 5 to them i will give in my house and within my walls a memorable and a name better and more enduring than sons and daughters. I will give them an everlasting name that will not be cut off. Endureth forever. Now, most marketing says you gotta have a catchphrase. Most marketing says you gotta have something that has catch, appeal. Only things that are done correctly endure forever okay so when you when God calls you when you're called if you're chosen when God calls you sorry when God calls you And you heed the call. You have a name. God gives you. Either you're a musician. You do theater. Painter. Child care. Minister of some sort. God will give you that home the house to do it in. Look at the four. For thus says the Lord to the Enoch's who keep my Sabbath and choose the things which please me and hold firmly my covenant. So these people he's talking about are holding very close to God his covenant and, and, and his Sabbaths which are days of rest okay to them I will give them my house and within my walls a memorable and a name 
better than more enduring than sons and daughters you follow the Lord and you do his will and you keep his commandments God is going to honor you with something that will never go away now is all your theology going to be right yeah when it's interpreted through man it can be fallible Because what happens is people get caught in Godship. Okay? You know what Godship is? Godship is when you get so locked with the Lord that you become like Satan did. You become, you, you entice to be better or yourself. You don't want to be under the cover of the Lord because you feel, although God has blessed you, and God has put you where you're at. And because you've endured and you've served him, you've elevated because of that. When you get to a certain point, you get that Godship complex. Like, oh, I don't need God no more. I can do this myself. Do you not realize that ladder that you're on to get to here? That's all God? You remove God? What happens? You're by yourself. Boom. Fall. Not everyone falls because the gifts of God are without repentance. But if you sustain up here, God's elevated you, and you continue to give Him the glory, and you continue to do His commandments, and you continue to honor Him, He will put you in a spot where you'll never ever be forgotten. You will sustain. You will be that legend. Look at Him. Look at Him. Abraham, Moses. Jacob, the twelve disciples, even, even the traitor, even the traitor. Can you believe that? Even the traitor was forgiven and has his name. He'll never be forgotten. Never. Ever. Because just because he did that, God still elevated him. Because he served a purpose. Every neighborhood Jesus has a neighborhood Judas. One who elevates, one who deceives. Because that's the whole thing about keeping your friends closer and enemies closer. They knew someone was going to do it. Jesus knew already who someone was going to do it. So when they, he, he mentioned it at the last, I was like, oh, oh my gosh, who's going to do that? I mean, you're, you're Jesus. Judas is. And when he did it, it was no surprise. See what I'm saying? So, you go up the ministry chain. And you get to the top of it, and God's right there, taking you. Okay? And you get there. Now you are on top. Now you are elevated by God. Now you are... Now you are... Responsible 
put in a leadership position so you're you don't have the same um, basic life responsibility now you're elevated so you have uh, a certain responsibility to others around you does that make sense okay so you're up here God's holding you up a lot of times evil the, the devil tries to mess with you he sends his little demons in and knows your weaknesses because you speak them all the time whether it's lust whether it's addiction whether it's depression whether it's um, gambling whatever it is he'll throw those little daggers at you you're up here guys up here with you and as long as you keep your focus on the Lord you'll be fine the moment you go like this what's that you slip God is not going to force himself on you he's going to let it be what it's going to be difference is is that it's up to you but God has given you that name God has given you your place in the kingdom because you earned it up until now But remember one thing, what God gives you and the name he places on you is greater than any riches ever given. That's why we go back to the same message back in the back back in the past. Hate the world. Don't even like what you don't even turn your turn your back on the world. The world is not going to give you anything that's going to comp even come remotely compared to what God's going to give you. Like right now, good example, okay? You got all these hot shot, all these hot shot musicians making tons of money, names up here on the billboard. What are they doing? What have they been doing? Virtual, virtual concerts, really? Really? Because God didn't give them the name. The world gave them the name. Who is an artist without the microphone, without the crowd, without the pyrotechnics and the theater? Who is an artist? Just on a CD? Just on an iPad? Just on an iPod? Money is made not in CD sales or downloads or streams. Money is made on that stage when they're performing. But when you're in God... And God elevates you and gives you that name. There's many ways to do ministry. You can, if you're a musician, you can always minister without music. You can always reach out and do things. You can do charity work. You can feed the homeless. You can clothe people. You can do, you know, all kinds of different charities and Bible studies and all this stuff because your name is solid. God's giving you other avenues because you held your spot and you've kept faithful to God. Do you realize the more you see it in people's lives, the more blessings come back to you? Now, I'm not talking about false witnesses because there's a lot of big evas out there that have a lot of twisted doctrine out there, twisted theology. And they've led thousands to the slaughter. Thousands to the slaughter. 
if, if, to, if for some reason life ended, there's a lot of lost souls up there who know the name of Jesus but don't know what he did, how to get forgiveness for sins, how to, or know even he got crucified for the remission of our sins, or anything to do with the Holy Spirit. Because these big evas, big divas, evas, are solely about prosperity. How do I get my come up? Motivation, determination, evaluation. Where's the Holy Spirit? Name and lights. Name across evangelical TV. Yeah, but you're leading them to the slaughter. You're using God's name to lead them to slaughter. Where is your name? Where is God's blessing on you? I'll wait. No, I won't wait because you don't you don't you don't have an answer for that. There's not an answer for that. Because when you give them foul doctrine and you convince them that that, that interpretation is correct. Okay. Well, what you don't understand about the word of God is this. The word is like God speaking to you. God has different ways of speaking to all his children, depending on how you understand and how you communicate. Okay? He don't talk to me the way he talks to you. In the same lingo, in the same conversation, in the same tone of voice, he uses what's going to get your attention and what you're going to listen to. And you talk to him how you talk to him. Okay. Same thing with the interpretation of the word. I can tell you what this interpretation means from what the Spirit has given me to say to you. Because the Holy Spirit is working through me. He's in me. And I tell you what He is telling me through interpretation of His word because His word is alive because the Holy Spirit's in it. So Holy Spirit's in me, Holy Spirit's in the Word. This thing's getting all jumbled up, and I give you what He gives me. Is it going to be the same for everybody? Chances are, no. You will interpret this probably differently. If I said to you, "To them I give in my give in my house and within my walls a memorial and a name better than and more enduring than sons and daughters." I will give them an everlasting name that will not be cut off. Why does he use the terminology more endearing than sons and daughters? Why? Because sons and daughters, your kids, move away. They start their own life. They don't stay around. Your daughter's names change. That's just the way it works. Your daughter's name changed to carry on the name of the, the, the husband. And that's how the bloodline continues to go. Your kids will not endure with you. They'll move on with their own lives and they'll come and visit you once in a great while. Or sometimes in a while. In a lot, in no, not too long ago. But chances are, the, the thing, the reason why he put that in there, because he wanted to let you know that your kids will depart from you. As much as you love them, as much as you care for them, as much as you raise them, they're going to depart and set their own lives. 
So, when he says, I will give in my I will give in my house, which is the Lord's house, and within my walls a memorial, which is basically a piece to remember by, and a name better and more enduring than sons and daughters. I will give them an everlasting name that will not be cut off. You'll never outgrow it because God will always have it and you will always grow with God and God will always endure you as you endure Him. Thing is, is this you must understand this God is into putting His children at a point where they're going to succeed. Okay, whatever talent you have, he wants you to succeed. But he wants to do it, wants you to do it in his glory so he can bless you. And his blessings way outdo the world's blessings. If you have a gift, you're doing it for God or you're about to do it for God. Stay with it. Keep doing it for the glory of God. If you cannot do what you want to do in the glory of God, it's not worth doing. Because once you do it for the glory of God, God will build you up, and God will build you up, and God will build you up, and God will build you up. And by the time you get to here, your name is chosen, you have a reputation, and God has done something to you. And they're like, okay, well, if that's the case, then how are these big Evas doing it? Because, because they're not doing it. What do you think? Satan can't bless his, 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 his people? It's a mimic. The money collected by these big evas is not godly money. That's 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 deception. These people who are given the money is are deceived, and they're deceived because this is the reason why they're deceived because they don't listen. They listen, but they don't listen. They hear it. Okay. They hear the word prosperity and they jump all over like hotcakes. Why? Because everyone wants to be prosperous. Primarily financially. They don't get prosperous any other way. They want money. So if a minister, a big Eva, can twist these words around in this word to make it sound just like the word but not quite, which is what Satan does. They could get you to believe anything you want. They want you to believe. Plus, if they, especially if they're prospering and they're talk, speaking a prosperous message, they're going to win you because you're going to be like, "Wow, well, he's making money. Uh, he's doing well. Why can't I do well?" Everything is a mirage. It's an illusion with that. Okay. So when you sit back and you look at the thing. And there's going to be quite a few people who are going to look back at all this and be like, how for so many years was I deceived? Because you weren't listening. You were stubborn. You didn't listen. He deceived you for all that money and all that time. And now you feel like a knucklehead because you wish you can go back and change it. What happens is, is people get deceived, get hurt by the church, and don't want to go back. 
because they feel like they've been done wrong and it's God's fault. Everything has to be God's fault. It's God's fault this, God's fault that, God's fault this. God... Really? Can you take some accountability? How is it always God's fault? Why? God tell you to do that? Or did you tell yourself to do that? It's a pretty big question. What do you think salvation is? 100% accountability. Out with the old. I'm done with it. Forgive me for my sins. Move forward. Now I'm accountable. Now I know. Salvation is accountability. It's another word for it. You've been sat. Salvation is saving yourself from all that by going to but by, by going to Jesus. Simple. You're saving yourself by going to Jesus, and He is giving you salvation. Saving yourself all that time and money, all that time and energy. Unbelievable. You tell yourself, well, you know, I'm seeing the world do all. The world right now is in shambles. The world right now doesn't know what it wants to do. It wants to unite, but wants to do it under their framework. We'll unite, but only because of this, this, and this. We're going to cut this off, cut that off. We're going to punish these and punish those. But we're going to unite under a, 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 a totally evil principle because no one on the earth can tell me that racism is of God racism is totally totally evil and so is so is everything else dealing with looting and breaking stuff and damaging stuff all that's just evil that, that's just plain simple evil I can't even call it pure evil because pure and evil don't mix you can't be pure evil because purity is without blemish evil is just wrong so it's not pure evil, simple evil. Because it's really simple how they're doing it. They're going out there breaking stuff and, and causing damage. That's not God. They have a name now. I'm not going to mention it on here, but they have a name. Chosen by who? By them. It's not going to last. Once they're done, they're done. They move on. Throw this mantle and that's it. I love seeing the unity. I have a very hard time accepting anything that divides people. Anything with a with a ethnic backgrounded name in it is division. Anything with hate tied to it is division. Anything that takes people and categorizes them is division. People like, well, you know, isn't he black? Isn't he white? Isn't he Latino? Isn't he Asian? Isn't he Indian? By the continent into which they live and in the culture in which they were born in, depending on the part of land you were born in, of course you are. According to the land. We are all one people. We are all one blood. It's pretty simple. Oh, he's black. Why is he black? Because he's born in Africa. Why does he... If he's black and... He, so black people had to be African? Well, no. They got Dominicans. You got Puerto Ricans. Okay, you're it's all over the board with it. You have no idea what black even means. Black is, a, is the absence of color. 
black is not even a color. Black is a absence of color. It's darkness. It's nothing but darkness. These are people. These are people who have a different tone of color of skin who are being treated unfairly because of how society has brought them across. And what do they do? They rebelled against it. And that's why you have the Black Panthers, and that's why you have the gangs, and that's why you have all these things, because they rebelled against society and against the rules, because they were treated horribly. But all we're supposed to do is bring the unity together, not divide us by cultural differences and by skin tone. What kind of madness is that? Oh, because that's what society tells us to do? The, the biggest racist thing you could possibly say is to call someone by their cut skin color. My wife was one time telling me a story about where she used to live and there was two little boys, her son and another little boy. And they came together and they put their hands together and my wife asked her son, what's the difference between both hands? And the son looked down and says, one's bigger than the other. The first thing he said was, one's bigger than the other. Because his mind isn't trained or isn't brainwashed into color, color, different colored skin. It's a trained thought. It's not something you think in pure thought. And she had to reevaluate quickly let God take over and say you're right that was a quick response but she was caught off guard because she expected the sinful part to come out yes I said that talking about someone's skin color and dividing people like that is sinful that's not God we're used to it we speak about it every day but that's not God We identify people according to division, not by God. That's my brother, that's my sister in the Lord. The reason I go off on this is because the name that is chosen is better than the name that the, the name that's chosen by God is better than the name chosen by the world. The world can't give you what God gives you. So you are, if you're walking with the Lord, and you're following Christ's example and you're filled with the Holy Spirit you are by definition a Christian if you believe in the Holy Spirit like I do there is a thing called a 50 day layover that turned into the dissension of the Holy Spirit and Pentecost and that's what I am I'm a Pentecostal full gospel that's because I 100% believe in the Holy Spirit and what it does because it does miraculous things and it is the love of my life. Check it to my wife. Or first to my wife. You understand that? The name. The Christian name has been so tainted because of false prophets and people who claim they know what God wants. And they twist the doctrine to make it sound pretty so that you will not feel convicted by what they say. 
And in turn, what happens is, is you get a false doctrine and you start living that false doctrine and it's nowhere near God and you wonder why bad things happen. God told, I'm sure God has spoken to people who live by a false doctrine and told them, hey, but the problem is you're not tuning to God because God, ain't, God is not speaking to you like that because you're not listening. God ain't going to keep on telling you if you ain't going to listen to him. That voice gets lower and lower and lower and lower. And then it takes a whole bunch of other stuff to get you back in the game. You must understand that interpretation of the word is based upon the Holy Spirit inside of you. Okay? The Holy Spirit works differently in everybody. Okay? The Holy Spirit works differently than it works in me than it is in you. But it's all godly. If you have the spirit the way you're supposed to have it. And when you read the scripture. And the Holy Spirit is working in you. In the word. In you. There's no one who is under that same Holy Spirit. That's going to argue that. Like, oh wow I didn't see that before. If I'm listening to a, a sermon. And a scripture comes up like this. In Isaiah 56.5. And the minister or pastor. Preaches on this. And it's totally on a different page than I was on, but it's Holy Ghost filled, or Holy Spirit filled, I'm going to receive it. I'm like, oh, I didn't see that. That's fantastic. I didn't know the way of looking at it. I'm not saying everything I say in interpretation is the only interpretation that there is. God speaks to you differently. I'm telling you what the interpretation tells me through the Holy Spirit. If it reaches you and teaches you, that's fantastic. If you read it after I have interpreted it to you and you read something different, fantastic. If this, God speaks to you differently than what I have spoken in my interpretation from what God has told me, then it's still reaching you. It's just different. And it's God speaking to you in a different way. You may be going through something different that I don't know about. I don't know everybody in the world. I don't know what you're going through. It's God's business. But if you read it and God's in it and the Holy Spirit is flowing through you and you get something different out of this, Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Shandahara Namasi. Fantastic. But with the Lord and with his blessing and walking in his love, the name he chooses for you is greater than anything else. It will not abandon you. It will not leave you. It will not forsake you. I will give them on an everlasting end that will not be cut off. You will not be cut off because you are representing the Lord properly. It is a wonderful thing when you have the Lord like that. All right. We're going to get to a different couple of different things here. We only got a little bit of time here. All right. So in the NIV it says, "To them I will give without, to them I will give within my temple, which is house temple, and its walls a memorial in the name better than sons and daughters. I will give them an everlasting name that will endure forever." It's kind of like what happened with me. I went to a church that 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 embraced me. I was doing the ministry. I was doing well. And they gave me a name over everything that God gave me. They gave that to me. I left it for something different. 
and God has brought me back and it's a wonderful thing ESV I will give in my house and within my walls a monument which is like a, like a memorial monument and a name better than sons and daughters I will give them an everlasting name that shall be not be cut off in the KJV it says even unto them will I give in my house and within my walls a place in a, in a name better than sons and daughters. I will give them an everlasting name that shall not be cut off. And NASB, to them I will give my house and within my, house, my walls a memorial and a name better than sons and daughters. I will give them an everlasting name which will not be cut off. NLT, I will give them within the walls of my house a memorial and a name of greater than sons and daughters could give. Ooh, different way of putting it. Greater than sons and daughters can give. So they're, they're, they're changing, changing it a little bit. Greater than sons and daughters can give a name. For the name I give them is an everlasting one. It will never disappear. It will never go away or banish. And then the CSB says, I will give them in my house and within my walls a memorial and a name that will be that's better than sons and daughters. I will give them an everlasting name that will not be cut off. Now there's a version here that was really wordy. i got to find it. Okay, how about this one? Okay, here it goes. It's in the White Cliff, I, which is the WYC. I shall give them a place in my house and within my walls, and the best name, yet better than that, of sons and daughters. I shall give, I shall give them a name everlasting, and that shall not perish. I shall give them an everlasting name that shall not perish. A lot of words. Same thing. Not perish, not cut off, never to be forgotten. Remembered everlasting name. Your name may be something different here on earth. Your parents have named you whatever it is that named you. But when God names you, puts a title on you, you are best hold to that title. Because that title is everlasting. Like I've said to you before, and I'll say it again, I will give them an everlasting name that will endure forever. Fantastic stuff. Fantastic stuff. Walk in the Lord. Walk in your blessings. Walk in your, your, your gifts. God will do what God does. Stay in his lane. You will be blessed in a, in a way that you've never been before. Check out our radio station when you get a chance to. UMOLV.com. It's Unity Radio. It's 24 hours inspiring urban music. Fantastic station. You'll love it. It's on all the time. UMOLV.com. The link will be in the in the archive. Okay? And if you need prayer, if you need ask questions about what is being ministered here on this blue book, hit us up on the email. That will also be in the archive. 8LU8OK at gmail.com. Open for anything. Hit me with it. We will definitely work it out, whatever it may be. Okay? Understand something. Jesus loves you. God adores you. Holy Spirit wants to be with you. Okay? Understand. God is blessing. Jesus is directing. And the Holy Spirit is intercessing. So do what you do. But remember, 
Blessings are right around the corner. All right, all right. Fear, respect God. Follow Jesus. And let the Holy Spirit flow through you like a Russian river. <laughs> until next time. And until next time. And until next time. Jesus. Start till the set is finished.